Pete. I'm Lexi. And I'm Bryn. And this is 20-somethings. Going through something. Bing, 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 bing. Bing. <laughs> Um, I don't know what today's topic is. Brynn hasn't told me, but we're going to start with some quick updates. First, we both changed our hair. <laughs> Woo! So if you check the reel that we'll post later, you can see the hair change. We were both hair virgins, never colored our hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And we both just trusted the hairdressers. We were just like, we want a balayage. Balayage it up. Work your magic. Yeah. And work their magic they did. Yeah. They asked we had reference photos <laughs> said nope <laughs> well and i had one picture from like years ago when we were in traverse city and it was just like summer and i had natural highlights and brynn was like pull up that picture to show her as a reference and as i'm trying to find it i sit in the chair and she goes you want to find it i already know what i'm gonna do and i was like yeah okay so i was glad because then i told her at the end i was like i'm glad i didn't pull up the reference picture because i like what you did so mm-hmm. we're all good yeah yeah so we both changed our hair that's a big update Mm-hmm. Uh, my other big update, I met with a financial advisor the second time. <laughs> <laughs> this is your update. Listen, this is something that 20-somethings go through. Or if they're not, they should be going through it. Oh my god. I'm I was expecting saying. like such an exciting update. No. Like I met with a financial advisor. I mean, that's great for you. Listen, he told me most people try to start when they're like in their 30s and by then it's too late and they can't get all this money. So he was like, it's good you're doing it when you're young. So I'm just saying, if you haven't met with a financial advisor... Yeah, but I don't think I can. You're lucky where you are you have a union, you're in a school, they have an actual rep for you. Yeah, right? but you could find one. And they still take a percentage for me. Or from me. I Yes, I have to already have so much in my account uh, to even be accepted. I've looked into it already. So you're lucky with your job that you can do that. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably more research I can do around it. I see. But the very little Mm. I did that my mom and I did, Mm. not even possible at this moment. I see. When I talked to my mom, she was like, I wouldn't do that. They usually take a, or they usually charge you. And I was like, well, yeah, but it's probably a small percentage to what they're going to help me make. Mm. So, but also moms don't know everything. Sorry, mom. I love you, but. We live in a city where you have to pay a tax to live there. I haven't even told you this yet. My mom called me the one day and was like, I have great news. You've been paying the city tax for two years. Turns out you don't have to. And they said to get a refund of like $1,400. And I was like, great. She's like, you just have to call them and give them your information. I was like, fantastic. So she sent me all the information, but I'm looking at the map like, "Mm, we live in the city limit. So then I text her like, uh, we do live in the city limit. So she sends me the street directory, which according to that, we're technically not, to be fair. She's like, I'll call him and verify again. So she calls and ver- verifies again. I was like, all right, I'll call him tomorrow. My allergies are really bad today. I don't feel like calling. I called the next day and I was like, hey, I think you talked to my mom. And first of all, he's like, I talked to a lot of moms. <laughs> and I was like, you're probably right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then I like explained a little and he's like, oh, is this the person that works at this school? And I was like, yep. And he's like, yeah, she only called to verify the school's address. And we verified that that's not in the city limit. I was like, oh, she told me that you verified where I live as well and that you could refund me for paying that tax. 
And he asked for the address again. I gave it to him. And he's like, hmm, it's not on the street directory. He's like, let me look at the map. So he pulls up the map. And he's like, sure enough, you're in the city limit. You do have to pay that tax. Sorry. Oh, you do? Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? So I called my mom. And I was like, mother. Because I told him. I was like, I verified it. And she told me multiple times that I was wrong. And he's like, moms. I was like, I'm saying. Well, I've been talking to my mom. And she's asking me all the information. And I just... So now I need to text her and be like, um, apparently never mind. Yeah. So then I call my mom and I was like, please do not call this man back for a fourth time. I was like, he said, I do live in the city limit. So therefore I do have to pay this tax. But she was like, well, that's dumb. He told me they go by the street directory, which you're not on. So I was like, I don't know who to believe now, but this man works for the city. So I do trust him, but also we're not on that street directory. So I don't know. So. It's my money, and I need it now. <laughs> I know. My mom was like, well, I'm sorry. I got you all excited that you're getting $1,400. I was like, I didn't have my hopes up, so like, yeah. I wasn't going to be excited until he had the number to give me the the money. So Yeah. But I was just like, oh, mom. Dang. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. I know. So those are my very few updates that I have. Mostly all adulting things. That's good. Taxes, financial advising. Except hair. still no date update, so. I have to get my other assets in order. You got new hair, though. You got to show it I off. know. Well, now. Yeah. This is fresh. Okay, I went but to the now bar you have for to, 10 minutes. You have to learn how to curl your hair now. I know. <laughs> she's 25, doesn't know how to curl her hair. The poor hairdresser, I was like, I don't know how to curl my hair. And she's like explaining like, okay, you split it down the middle on this side, you curl away from your face. On this side, you also curl away from your face. She's showing me like how long to hold it and you move it and hold it again. And then to get the beach wave, you like do this and then you like. So she's really showing me all the things and I really appreciated her for that. But yeah, it's, um, it's a struggle over here. And then I was talking about my softball game, and I was like, now I have to go play softball tonight, so I'm going to try not to ruin it. She's like, just put it in, like, a loose braid. And I was like, I don't know how to braid hair. She's like, you don't? I was like, no. And I was like, and according to my roommate, she doesn't either, so neither of us can braid it. Oh, I can braid. I just can't, like, um, I could do a fishtail braid. Oh. I can do a very horrible French braid. Oh. Well, she was like, she just goes like this and quickly does, like, a really loose braid, and I was like... I know what a braid is. I can't do it. <laughs> I have tried looking up YouTube videos. I you don't even know how to do a normal braid. No. Like three strands. You don't know how to do no, that. No, I think I've done it on someone else once. Like on a friendship bracelet. You never did that. I didn't make friendship bracelets like that. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. I didn't have friends apparently. <laughs> That's crazy. I just did it for fun in my room. No, I, I know what ones you're talking about. Like the little like. I have strings. I have string in my room. I literally brought the threads for my mom's. Because oh. I was gonna. That's what I was gonna do for the Taylor Swift friendship bracelets until we got beads. Um, yeah. So I'll teach you how the to braid. The beads were great. <laughs> <laughs> we found I'm really bad at making bracelets. I made yeah. one, and then the second one, when I tried to tie it, both. Not once, but twice. Two times. I think it was it like five times. I'm not even joking. I think so too. And all the beads fell off. Here's the thing though. I was so mad. Here's the thing though. <laughs> She's the definition of insanity. She was doing it the same way over <laughs> and over, expecting different results. She was picking up the bracelet, trying to tie it. Instead of leaving it 
towards the bottom of the table so that if it did break off, the beads didn't go any. No everywhere. one even suggested that to me. Why and would who we, was going to think of Alexi, that? Not me. Why would we have to suggest it to you? You're a teacher. Find so? a new way to solve the problem. I was tired. I wrecked it five <laughs> times. I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> like, I couldn't oh figure out God. a different way. You guys are like tying it on the table and I watched and I was like, nope. Picked it back up. Dropped it. I couldn't process. I was too tired to process. Like, oh, maybe keep it close. Well, that's not our fault. Anyways, not real friends for helping me out. You're just not that bright sometimes. <laughs> I know. That's why I dyed it more blonde. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So we learned that I'm not the crafty type. Unless you're a wood burning. Yeah. But even that I haven't done in a long time. And that one is trash, so. <laughs> all my good ones are no longer here. Gave them all away. I can't believe I had to show that to the CEO of the company. <laughs> <laughs> when I was on a meeting the one day and she decided to do it. I can't remember why, but she did it out here, like in the kitchen, instead of in her room. And she turned, it's like we're at this angle, but she turned to this angle, which is like our wall. And I have um, a wood burning that I did forever ago, like... My first one since I was like 10 years old and it's super rough and it's just like the friends logo. So it's just like, it literally friends just says friends. With, like the dots in between. And I like did some like shading on or try to do some shading around the edges and Brenda's on her meeting. And they asked her. About it was it. immediately. I sit down. They say, what's behind you? I said, oh, my roommate just likes to wood burn. And then the CEO goes, can you zoom in on it? So then I had to pick up my laptop and bring it over to the wall. It was so embarrassing. What did he say about it? Was he just like, huh? He said, what does it say? Someone else goes, I think it says friends. I said, yes. And then they started talking about wood burning. And then I said, yeah, whenever she does it and it smells like she's bringing the apartment down. And then that was the end of the story. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was just making a conversation for you and the CEO to have that was unrelated to I'm work. pretty sure my face was so red. I was like, <laughs> get me out of this conversation, please. They probably thought since your face was red that you did it. Probably. <laughs> so funny. Oh my god. Next time I was popping in the background, it was me. I did that. <laughs> you want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> that's priceless, baby. <laughs> Listen, when I get rich for wood burning, that's going to be priceless. That's true. Uh-huh. OG. Yep. Hung up there with a command strip. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your update? Mine were boring. Well, still struggling with my car. Mm -hmm. I got my first estimate back from insurance. It's going to cost you around $3,000. That's crazy. But I still have to get the estimate from the dealership. So, like, um, insurance got that estimate just from pictures I sent. So, they haven't actually seen it physically. Okay. So, the dealership, odds are, is going to cost more. Right. And then that's when they argue, figure out how much it's going to actually cost and figure it out from there. So, I think it's going to be more than $3,000. Mm. Um, so, that's unfortunate. I won't have to pay it, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, just crazy. Like, I, my car does not look that bad. Yeah. It's just it's insane how expensive cars are. True. Um, that's why, like, you'll never catch me buying a luxury car. I think it's not the brightest idea. Yep. Um, my brother has a, a nice luxury car, and that's great for him. It's, like, his dream car. And, like, I know guys, it's different. Like, they mm -hmm. have dream cars. I've just never 
I've had that. Mm. But it's just like it can be gone in an instant. And it's like, well, anyways. Um, well, and also, if you go to, like, a shop, they often, if you're a woman, like, oversell it. They're like, oh, this is going to be this much, this is going to be this much. It's like, Cause, yeah, they it doesn't think actually you don't cost know. that much, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Woman problems. Yeah. So, that's an ongoing issue. Um, Taylor Swift concert's coming up. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Taylor Swift concert's coming up. And apparently somebody put in our, like, um, neighborhood Facebook group that they were selling four Taylor Swift tickets in Detroit, which is, like, the concert we're going to. Mm -hmm. And somebody bought them and ended up being a scam. And they were out $700. Whoa. That's crazy. And I'm just, like, somebody in... $700? Yeah. And I'm just, like... Somebody in our stupid neighborhood chat did this? $700, that's so much. So, like, where we live right now? Yeah. The community babble? Yeah. Whoa. So. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. Actually. So, who knows if this person actually lived in our, like, hometown? Yeah, it could have been a scammer or whatever. Yeah, but, like, that's insane. Yeah. So, I just had to talk about that because this world sucks. True. Um, bad. Leading in, so we had a form of submission, okay? Claire asked, how do you deal with stress? What do you do to take your mind off of it? Mm. Because, story time. Uh-oh. Alexi was gone today for literally three hours max, okay? Probably like two and a half. In the afternoon or when I left to get food? When you left to like go to softball and all that. Oh. Oh, just now? Yes. Okay, cool. So... <laughs> I'm in my room because I have a very busy weekend. Like, we have the Taylor Swift concert coming up. We have, I have a bachelorette party right after it. Like, so my bed is just, like, full of clothes, trying to pack. So I'm literally just, like, staring at my bed. And all of a sudden, it just, like, hits me and I just start crying. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And it was, like... My first ever anxiety attack. Mm. And I was like, what is happening? I've definitely been like stressed before, but it was like anxiety. Like Mm. all of a sudden it was like the Taylor Swift concert, the uh, bachelorette party, the cars coming back to me and like everything that's still going on with that. Um, Our ice machine in the fridge isn't working (laughs) i need to water my plants like it was like and then i started thinking about like my past relationships these stupid dating apps like Mm -hmm. literally everything all of a sudden was coming back to me and i just like broke down Mm -hmm. and i was like i just want this weekend to be over with like i was just like so anxious Mm -hmm. and i've just never gone through it it's different than just being stressed out Mm-hmm. Until, like, everything is just piling on. And I know, like, you d- struggle with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, I just need to, like, I end up calling my mom just to chat about it and just be, like, I'm just anxious and just need to tell you why. And then and then I was fine. Like, I feel like I'm still a little off just because so many things are happening. And, like, I'm very excited for this weekend's activities, but also I'm just going to feel a lot better when it's over with. Yeah. And so then when I was talking to my mom about it, she was like, 
oh, normally you're not like this. You're so carefree and don't let things get to you, which like for the most part, Mm -hmm. that's true. Like I know when I can't control things and I drop it pretty quickly. Yeah. But I was like, this isn't helping me. Like I know that this is abnormal. So I don't know. I just figured Mm -hmm. when was your first anxiety attack? Because mine was when I was 25 apparently. (laughs) Um... Like, I've never been diagnosed with anxiety, but I know that I have it. Like, when I was younger, my mom said I should be on medication. I was like, mm, no, nah, we're not doing that. So I think I probably had my first one when I was, like, 12 or 13. But, like, I didn't know it was an anxiety attack. I just, like, freaked out. And I was like, what's going on? Because at the time, I didn't even know what it was. And then... What were you anxious about? School. Like, <laughs> literally just... How did you know it was anxiety over, like, stress, though? Like, how did you know the difference? Um, I think because when I have an anxiety attack, it's like a, like a chest feeling. Like, it feels like someone is, like, sitting on my chest, mm-hmm. and it feels, like, hard to breathe. And then my heart rate jumps up. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, more of, like, a physical reaction, and that's how I know it's anxiety, not Like stress. a panic attack. Kind of, but panic is like there's no reason for it. Where like anxiety, I'm like I can identify the reasons yeah. for it. I just didn't think it was gonna affect me this way. Yeah, because like I've had them driving to work. I've had them at work, like yeah. on my prep hour. Like I've had them, you know. So I don't know. It's just like a for me, it's more of like a physical thing. Like I remember the one day when I was driving to work. This was like easily the worst year of my career. I was teaching online. I didn't even see kids all day, and I hated going to work. And so I was driving to work the one day and I like stopped at a light and then my anxiety set in and I was like, do I just turn around and call in? Like school started in like 10 minutes. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do this. And luckily we had like an hour and a half of prep during that school year in the morning right away. So I had until like 930 to just like decompress a little. So I ended up calling one of my coworkers. She came up to my room and we like talked and I cried and then we kind <laughs> of was able to like settle enough to get yeah. through the day. Um, usually when I have anxiety though, it's, I don't cry. It's just like this feeling that I have. And then for me to get rid of it because it feels like my chest is tight and because it feels like someone's sitting on my chest for me, it, I go do something physical because then it feels like I'm like letting go of it. That's interesting. I feel like I wouldn't want to do something physical because otherwise I feel like the only other, like, I feel like I have no other outlet because that's all I've ever known. It's just like sports. So for me, that is my escape. That's all I've ever done to get over any stress that I had is like, go to softball practice, go play basketball, go like, that's all I've Hmm. known as a stress reliever or anxiety reducer. So for me, it's like, I go up to the facility and I throw for like an hour as hard as I can at the wall until I feel like all my anxiety has gone. Yeah. Because that's usually the only thing I can do. If I go shoot a basketball, it doesn't do the same thing. It's like, I need to do something that's really physical that gets my heart rate up. For a different reason other than my mind. Because then when my heart rate's up, I'm like, oh, it's because of Right, like you're focusing on that instead. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll just never catch me doing that. I don't know. I feel like just try it. It might not be for you. For you, it's probably like art because that's more... No. Art would make me so angry. Like I'm just imagining like... It's kind of like when I'm sad, Mm -hmm. you won't catch me painting. Mm, like okay just because 
well okay I think it depends on the art like if I'm free form art sometimes that stresses me out because I'm such a perfectionist right. that like if it's not turning out how I want it's just gonna make me more sad and frustrated yeah I really like to do like paint by numbers so I think that's different where I would just do that to like clear my mind and focus on something that like I don't have to control it they already picked out the colors for me yeah um so yeah I wouldn't choose art but I feel like I'm just somebody like today when I was stressing out I had that anxiety attack I just needed to cry which you said numerous times that I'm just a crier (laughs) but it's honestly like I need to cry for five minutes and then I feel fine. Like I just need to get it out of my system. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it's more like I also need to just tell somebody what's going on. Like there's been numerous times where I'll just cry to you Mm -hmm. and be like, this is what's happening. And then after we talk for five, 10 minutes, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And I just need to tell someone and get it off my chest and they don't need to like do anything. It's just like get it off my chest. As Taylor Swift would say, get it off my chest, get it off your desk. Mm. Wow. Um, oh, wait. Get it. I think it's get it off <gasps> your chest. Get it off my desk. Get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. Get it off your chest. Get it off my desk. Okay. So then what's the second line mean? Like, get it off your chest. Right. To you. To then, it's not my problem anymore either. Get it off my desk. Um. We'll just do a deep dive in Taylor Swift lyrics. <laughs> well, because I just am like, that doesn't make sense, though. When people tell me stuff, it just adds to my desk. That's why sometimes I have to tell people, I can't deal with your thing I right think now. it's different. I think this is like in a relationship type of situation. Ah, like, okay. it's good when they tell you things, and then it's like, okay, we went through it. Get it off my yeah, desk. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's definitely different with friends. Yeah. But yeah. So, but I do need, my therapist recommended journaling more. Mm -hmm. Um, because when I'm really, really sad, (laughs) I do journal. It doesn't always help though. Yeah. Um, but it is nice putting thoughts to paper, but yeah, sometimes when you look back at your notes, it's like, wow, that's pretty sad. (laughs) Right. But then sometimes when you're happy, it's like, wow, I got past that. And that's great. Well, and also... Another thing I do is cheesy and like cliche as it is, um, because I can like feel my heart rate going up. I do deep breaths, mm. and it's very cliche and very cheesy, but it does work because it makes your heart rate come down. So that makes you physically feel some sort of like release a little bit, and it makes it more easy to like process what's going on in your head. Mm. But usually, like when my anxiety is really bad, sometimes it'll last for multiple days at a time like two or three days and it's not a constant anxiety attack but it's just a constant feeling of anxiety and then usually what I do is just like try to get through the day it's like okay I have to make it through work and then Mm -hmm. once I make it through work it's like okay if I can make it till six then I make it till six and I make it till bedtime and then it's like okay I made it through the day yeah I can do it again tomorrow so it's more just like making little like checklists in my head of like get through this get through this get through this yeah so I don't know. I use a lot of different strategies, but like I said, usually it's more of something physical because that just makes me personally feel better. So, but like if I'm in a situation where like I'm at work, I can't just go do something physical. Then I do like a couple deep breaths. I try to talk to someone and then yeah, kind of the same thing. Just talk to someone, get it out and then yeah. open that door for the kids and let's go. 
Oh boy. <laughs> um, so something that Courtney, my therapist, recommended too. We love Courtney. Um, this is like, this is I guess more with intrusive thought, not really like anxiety or like stress, but I guess it like helps prevent that. Because I was telling her about all these things I was worrying about in my life, and then she recommended when I was having these thoughts, asking myself are these thoughts helping anything? Mm -hmm. Like, are these helpful at all? Like, what is this benefiting you? And there's been so many times, it's usually the same thought I have that I'm always worrying about that I'll think about, like, is this thought helpful? No, it's just stressing me out. And then I just move on. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really helped. Sometimes it doesn't help all the time, obviously, because, like, you can't always control your mind and just stop the thoughts. Right. But it definitely has helped just, like, no, it's not helpful. Okay, well, let's think of something else. Yeah. And move on. Actually, one of the most, like, prevalent things I can think of that I had an anxiety attack about when I was younger, and this is probably when I was even, I was probably, like, 10 or 11 when this happened, I would always freak out and have anxiety that my parents were going to eventually die and i would i would cry for hours being like what happens when you die blah 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 and my mom's like everyone dies worrying about it doesn't help anything like she said that to you yeah that's probably not the best way to go about it <laughs> i mean no but she it was more just like worrying about it doesn't do anything because yeah. we have no idea when that's going to happen. She's like, sure, it could be soon, but it could be 50 years from now. Like, yeah. you crying about it now is doing nothing for right. that timeline. So my mom was always just, whenever I was worried, she's like, worrying doesn't help anything. And I was like, well, I guess you're right. <laughs> like, yeah. So I guess like some of the stuff that's like, I feel like I can control it when I'm worrying about it. I'm like, okay, well, what action step do I have to take to actually do this thing yeah so you know but yeah that was probably the first like major thing i had anxiety around was them eventually dying dang mm -hmm. how do you think so like we both talked about our moms how they handle it like when mm -hmm. i called my mom she was like oh my gosh talk to me about it like she was like really good mm -hmm. um and it was just nice her just being like explain it to me yeah. Um, but if I were to have gone to, like, my dad, we've never had any of these conversations about, like, anxiety. We haven't really spoken about depression yet. I'm sure we will in a future episode. Mm -hmm. um, but just, like, the serious topics like that, I don't know how he would react. Like, I feel like he'd just be like, you're fine. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. just tomorrow's a new day. Like, you're yeah. fine. How do you think your dad would respond? Um, I've seen him respond to my brother when my brother's been dealing with some stuff. So, like, I've seen him in those situations and he's pretty good at handling it. But I think it's because he's, like, my brother's safe space. So, therefore, he's gotten good at dealing with my brother. And mm -hmm. I'm pretty similar to my brother in how I react to things. So, if I were to approach him, he'd probably be really open to that. That's good. Um... Plus, I feel like in the last, like, couple of years, he and I have some, like, good conversations about stuff like that. Um, there have been some not good conversations around stuff, too. But so in most things, I feel pretty comfortable talking with that or talking to him about that stuff. Um, it just depends on, like, the topic. But 
Usually I go to my mom more. However, sorry, mom. But sometimes she just makes me more frustrated. And then I end up just saying, like, I have to go. And then she senses it. And then usually I just, like, text her an apology later being like, I needed to just step away for a bit. So, sorry, I'm not mad at you. I just had to deal with that. Sometimes moms just don't understand when they... (laughs) (laughs) They just, like, don't realize that they're saying things that aren't helpful right until you say like you're not helping me and then they're like oh right like you're probably right right i mean just like anyone else when you have conflict it's like just with moms is slightly different like my mom and i have different ways of dealing with conflict resolution i very much like to take 24 hours to think and then approach whatever Mm -hmm. i'm angry about so i don't lash out My mom is very much, let's hash it out right now. Mm -hmm. So when I got into kind of late high school, when I started realizing that for me, I just had to step away and think, whereas for her, she wanted to deal with it. I would say, I can't talk about this right now. We'll talk about it later. And she would say, no, we're talking about it right now. And then I'd get more angry, more angry, more angry. So, you know, as much as we love moms, sometimes I'm like, mom. Please, let's just take 24 hours. Yeah. But since I don't live with her, it's not like that anymore. Like, we don't really argue, so. Yeah. I mean, we do, but not, you know, nearly as often, so. Yeah, I feel like I'm 50% of the time, like, wait 24 hours or the next day to see if I'm still, like, affected by the Mm -hmm. situation. But other times, I'm like, no, I'm frustrated. I need to voice it. Yeah. So I think it just depends on the situation. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, I'll notice that, like, I'll do the 24-hour wait, which sometimes that's great because then you're like, oh, it really wasn't that big of a deal. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. But then other times it's, like, it still bugs you and then you, like, don't talk about it even past that 24 hours because you just don't want to bring it back up. At least that's just me. I hate conflict. So once the 24 hours have passed, I don't want to bring it back up. Like, in that point... I wish I would have just talked about it then because Mm -hmm. I know it's going to spark an argument now and a whole new day. I don't want to do it. So then I know that I prolong the argument Uh, from happening and then that's not good either. So yeah, Yeah, I see what you're saying. I just try to live by my 24 hour rule. At least if I'm, if I'm angry and not frustrated, I guess to me, those are two different things. If I'm frustrated, I'm more apt to just discuss it in the moment. If I'm angry, I always wait. I just, I feel like I never really get angry. I do. I get very <laughs> frustrated. I very much get angry. Interesting. I think it's because my dad had anger issues. <laughs> so he passed along to me. Mm. So I do get angry and then I can recognize when I'm angry and be like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> Hashtag daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> different kind of daddy issue for sure i mean happens (laughs) to the best of us (laughs) yeah so i don't know i guess that's kind of the summary yeah was there anything else you wanted to discuss around anxiety and families no i just felt like i saw that form submission come in and i'm like this literally fit me to a t today (laughs) like i don't know it's perfect timing so we had to do it um Yeah, so. 
Well, eventually we said we were going to talk about anxiety and depression, so at least we checked one of those off a little bit. Yeah. It might come up again later, but depression's one that I don't have as much weight in. <laughs> there have been times where I have been depressed, but I don't have depression. Yeah. So, I guess eventually we will discuss that. And... But we're also not experts. So Yeah, definitely not. Please do not quote us as experts on how to deal with depression. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Don't sue us for not knowing everything. We're just, oh my God. We're just yeah. young gals talking, you know? Chatting. This is not legal or medical or professional advice. Yep. <laughs> I have nothing else to add because, yep. <laughs> so, well, good up. Yeet. <laughs> Talked about more serious stuff tonight, but we always need those. We've been giggling too much. It was time yeah. we brought it back to a real discussion. Too much happiness going on I know. in this we household. We can't have that. That's just not allowed. I cried today and I was like, I got to bring the world down with me. <laughs> <laughs> but we told them how we uplift ourselves. Yeah. Like right now, I'm fine right now. Yeah. I am very excited to go to bed and just restart the day tomorrow, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for this day to be done. Yeah, I am excited to go finish selling Sunset. <laughs> I have like 20 minutes left. <laughs> nice. And then start the day tomorrow fresh. There you go. All right. Well, episode 16 in the books. Boop, boop. Oh, my God. Yes. 16 is my favorite number. We're talking about Bryn crying. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Just like she wanted to after her sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to cry. I just wanted to go bury myself in a hole. Oh, because that's I em- better. I was embarrassed. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> well, regardless, my favorite number is 24. So, well, we're not there yet. Buddy. Two months. Two months of episodes. We'll be there. Mm. Eight weeks. What? From 16 to 24. That's eight. So it's six months. How many weeks do you think you're in a month? <laughs> One a week. Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, twenty-four. You need six months to get I'm to twenty-four. I'm saying from sixteen to twenty-four. That's eight. Oh, For, so from where we're at right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, my math was also right, so I would just yes, like to it say was. <laughs> I was just like, "What is going on right now?" Look. <laughs> I'm just saying, when we had that one episode of me being like, he didn't text me back for 18 hours or something, and she's like, it's actually 16. No, we was, did the math. Yeah. It was 18. Yeah. I didn't correct her on the podcast, but it was after the fact. You should have. So. Yeah. It would have been warranted. Yeah, I just had to throw you That was one of those times right where you were frustrated, and you should have said it in the first 24 hours. It wasn't worth it, though, but now I just want to <laughs> throw you under the bus. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Bad math. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Alexi. And I'm Bryn. And we're 20 somethings going through something. Peace out, home skillets. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at going through something pod for updates and fill out the form in our link in bio to let us know what we should talk about next. Thanks. <laughs>